It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. <laughs> Finding myself at a loss for words And the funny thing is, it's okay The last thing I need is to be heard But to hear what you would say Word of God speak would you pour down like rain, washing my eyes to see your majesty, to be still and know that you're in this place, please let me stay and rest in your holiness, word of God speak. Finding myself in the midst of you Beyond the music, beyond the noise All that I need is to be with you And in the quiet, hear your voice Word of God speak would you pour down like rain, washing my eyes to see your majesty, to be still and know that you're in this place. Please let me stay rest in your holiness, word of God's spirit. Would you pour down like rain, washing my eyes to see your majesty, to be still and know that you're in this place. Please let me stay in your Finding myself at a loss for words And the funny thing is, it's okay Oh, praise God, praise God, word of God speak Oh, let the word of God speak today, hallelujah Welcome, 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 kingdom greetings, hallelujah I'm Apostle Ramona Haswell here to facilitate this Truth and Life Word of God Speak Bible Study Talk Show Teleconference Call 114379. If you have your Bibles with you, please turn them to the Old Testament book of Daniel chapter 1. Hallelujah. I have a very fine print Bible here, and uh, so I'm just going to read from my computer today, but I do want to read the commentary directly from the book, so I've got to get my eyes ready for that. Uh, Daniel chapter 1, verses 1 through 21 says, In the third year of the reign of Jehoiakim, king of Judah, came Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon, unto Jerusalem, and besieged it. And the Lord gave Jehoiakim, king of Judah, into his hand, and with part of the vessels of the house of God, which he carried into the land of Shinar, to the house of his God. And he brought the vessels into the treasure house of his God. And the king spake unto Aspenaz, the master of the, his eunuchs, that he should bring certain of the children of Israel 
and of the king's seed and of the princess, four children in whom was no blemish, but well favored and skillful in all wisdom and cunning and knowledge and understanding, science and such as had ability to end them, to stand in the king's palace and whom they might teach the learning and the tongue of the Chaldeans. And the king appointed them a daily provision to the king's meat and of the wine which he drank, so nourishing them three years, that the end thereof they might stand before the king. Now among these were the children of Judah, Daniel, Hananiah, Mishael, and Azariah, unto whom the prince of the eunuchs gave names. He gave unto Daniel the name of Belteshazzar, and to Hananiah of Shadrach, and to Mishael of Meshach, and to Azariah of Abednego. But Daniel purposed in his heart that he would not defile himself with a portion of the king's meat, nor with the wine which he drank. Therefore, he requested of the prince of the eunuchs that he might not defile himself. Now, God had brought Daniel into favor and tender love with the prince of the eunuchs. And the prince of the eunuchs said unto Daniel, I fear my love, that my lord, the king, who hath appointed your meat and your drink. But why should he see your faces worse liking than the children which are of your sort? Then shall he make me endanger my head to the king. Then said Daniel to Melzar whom the prince of the eunuchs had set over Daniel, Hananiah, Mishael, and Azariah. <clears throat> Prove thy servants, I beseech you, ten days, and let them give us pulse to eat and water to drink. Then let our countenance be looked upon before thee and the countenance of the children that eat of the portion of the king's meat. And as thou seest, deal with thy servants. So he consented to them in this matter and proved, tested them 10 days. And at the end of 10 days, their countenances appeared fairer and fatter in flesh than all the children which did eat the portion of the king's meat. Thus, Melzar took away the portion of their meat and the wine that they should drink and gave them pulse. And for these four children, God gave them gifts, knowledge, and skill in all learning and wisdom. And Daniel had understanding in all visions and dreams. Now, at the end of the days, as the king had said he should bring them in, then the prince of the eunuchs brought them in before Nebuchadnezzar. And the king communed with them. And among them was all found none like Daniel, Hananiah, Mishael, and Azariel. Therefore stood they before the king. And in all matters of wisdom and understanding that the king inquired of them, he found them ten times better than all the magicians and astrologers that were in his realm. And Daniel continued even unto the first king of Cyrus, uh, first year of King Cyrus. Hallelujah. Oh, may Yahuwah Elohim bless the hearers and the readers of this word. Let us pray. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Ladies and gentlemen, let's welcome the Brooklyn Tabernacle Choir. Father God, we thank you for the word, Lord God, that you have placed before us today, Lord God, as meat. Lord God, that we shall eat of this word, Lord God, oh Lord God, consume it, Lord God, digest it, Lord God, understand, Lord God, oh Lord God, what you are trying to tell us tonight, Lord God. May this word, dear Heavenly Father, bless us inside and out today, Lord God. Oh, Lord God, may we take a steak knife, hallelujah, to this word today, dear Heavenly Father, that we cut it up, Lord God, and be able, Lord God, to to Feed it to the people tonight, Lord God, that they may eat, hallelujah, chew and digest, hallelujah, hallelujah, the rhema revelation word that you have for them tonight, Lord God. Oh, let them, Lord God, be able to see, Lord God, the end time in this old time story today, Lord God. 
Oh, let them, dear Heavenly Father, be able to, Lord, church their own hearts tonight, dear Heavenly Father, to find, Lord, Lord God, the word, hallelujah, oh, that will convict them today, Lord God, and help them to see, Lord God, that we are living in this end time hour, and it is time, Lord God, to open our mouths, dear Heavenly Father, confess you, Lord God, as our Lord and Savior, Lord, hallelujah, that has redeemed us, dear Heavenly Father, from the curse of the law. Hallelujah. I thank you, Lord God, that your son, dear Heavenly Father, oh, Lord God, has substituted himself for us, Lord God. Hallelujah. And, Lord God, we stand before you right now, oh, Lord, covered in his blood right now, Lord God. Let the church be able to see their sin, Lord God, that they may be able, Lord God, their ears, Lord God, to be open, dear Heavenly Father, to the truth, Lord God, that they may, Lord God, Receive, dear Heavenly Father, wisdom and understanding, clarity of vision and soundness of mind regarding the word that you have provided for them today, Lord God. Open our eyes, Lord God, that we may see the truth in the word, Lord God. Oh, Lord, pull those scales from our eyes today, dear Heavenly Father. Oh, Lord God, that we don't see men as trees walking, hallelujah, but we see, dear Heavenly Father, clearly, Lord God, that you have provided your word, dear Heavenly Father, oh, Lord God, that convicts, oh, Lord God, that directs, hallelujah, oh, Lord God, that will take us, dear Heavenly Father, where we need to go, dear Heavenly Father, from this day forward, dear Heavenly Father, in this end time hour, Lord God, I thank you, Lord God, for the seed that is planted, dear Heavenly Father, into their bellies today, Lord God, that it be rooted and grounded, dear Heavenly Father, in good ground today, Lord God, that the birds don't even have availability, Lord God, to take it and uproot it. Oh, I thank you, Lord God, for your word today, Lord God. Oh, bless us, dear Heavenly Father, with your word today. Oh, glory, glory, glory. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, Lord God. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. In the name, the name, the name of your son, Yahushua, Jesus. Hallelujah. to the study for today, Lord God. Hallelujah. Uh, last time we were here as we celebrate and observe um, the closing out of Elul, our Bible study subject was a heart of conviction 
part one. If you've not had time to listen to that podcast, make sure you do so that you may understand where we're speaking from today, because we're going to allude to some of the things that we talked about last that last time. That episode number is 163-17989, and the subject, once again, is A Heart of Conviction, part one. Hallelujah. Uh, just a bit to uh, reiterate, we are in the month of the Feast of Elul, starting the 7th of this month of August, ending the Hebrew year of 5781. Last time we expounded on those 10 virgins of the book of Matthew 25, uh, verses 1 through 13, identifying those virgins uh, with the bride, who is the church. And we use David as the man of conviction, a man after God's own heart. As we're preparing ourselves to observe and honor the fall feast of the Hebrew year 5782, the seventh year this year, known to us as the year of the Shemitah, beginning with Rosh Hashanah, Rosh Kodesh, at sundown Monday, September 6th through sundown on Wednesday, September 8th. Rosh Hashanah is the day that we crown God as king. Remember, it's just a dress rehearsal until it happens. Hallelujah, because it's going to happen for real. If I speak on it, it will be through my IFPW talk shoe line access code 145391. I've been coming on that line about 7.30 p.m. Um, as close to sundown as I can calculate. So I don't want to get in too early before to start too early because we blow the show far. <coughs> So if you want to be informed and receive a talk shoe invite from the 145391 access line, please email me, Apostle Ramona, at gmail.com, and I will place you on the contact list. Uh, though Elul is also considered a feast per se, it prepares us with a dress rehearsal of sorts to ensure we are ready for the coming of the bridegroom, spoken in Matthew 25, 1 through 13, which warns us to have our lamps filled with oil that we might be ready when he knocks on our door to take his potential bride to the wedding. And that's the first time he's coming back now in the night to get his bride to be. That second coming is when you see him already married after the wedding feast on that white horse up in the sky surrounded by angels prepared to war. Hallelujah. Today, I ask you to compare yourselves to others who were so convicted to the covenant that they had with the creator, Elohim, that they chose death over being pushed off the word. Remember last time I told you, um, you can't push me off the word of faith regarding the healing. You can't push me off a word. If I'm, if I'm, if I'm convicted, that's it. They did not allow themselves to be deceived by an edict a mandate, fear-mongered, or guilted into changing or compromising the word of Yah. Soon, you'll have to choose. You're going to have to make some choices. As Joshua said to the people, as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. There's no compromise in that statement. Hallelujah. Either going to do it or you're not. Hallelujah. I want to start out reading a commentary to help you with our your understanding of the times and these people that are brought into the Old Testament book of Daniel, just to give you a little, uh, as they say, backstory. So I just like I said, this is a, some tiny print. So give me a minute here. Um, uh, I'm just reading a small little commentary about. Um, I did read Daniel. One, yes, Daniel chapter one. So I'm going to start. The son of Nabopolassa, the founder of the Neo Babylonian Chaldean Empire, was Nebuchadnezzar, who reigned from 605 to 562 BC. In the summer of 605 BC, when his father died, Nebuchadnezzar was leading the Babylonian armies. He returned to Babylon to secure the, the throne, but not before he besieged Jerusalem and seized loot and prisoners, including Daniel. 
Nebuchadnezzar greatly enlarged the empire begun by his father and revived the worship of the ancient Babylonian gods, especially Marduk. Okay, so we, we know where we are in the Testament right now, in this Old Testament, as we talk about Nebuchadnezzar. Oh, we're not going to address all the issues of the book of Daniel. We can't do it. It's impossible to do it in one sitting. The book of Daniel is an end-time eschatological book that goes deep into prophecy. Oh, you can line it up with the book of Revelation. There's so much that is happening and is said in Daniel that you can line up with the New Testament book of Revelation. But I want to stay on the surface today and just intend to highlight for the purpose of drawing you into the word of conviction, the fiery furnace, and if it, if time permits, the lion's den. So I, I hope not to keep you long today I, because I've been promising to talk to you about the fiery furnace and the lion's den. So I, I hope uh, we can complete the thought that the Lord himself placed in my belly to address some time ago as I was preparing to deliver even the first message on a heart of conviction. So we see um, King Nebuchadnezzar after overtaking Jerusalem in their sin because God called them out in their sin and that's how they got captured the way they did. See, uh, anytime Israel messed up, God caught them in their sin and he turned them over to his enemy where he seized as a commentary informs us Daniel and prisoners and looped hallelujah and we see that in his authority King Nebuchadnezzar who reigned for just a short while compared to other kings positioned four children to surround him these children as they became young men as stated in the scriptures are well gifted with wisdom knowledge and understanding and it says that the child daniel had the gift of interpretation of dreams over time we see that this king sought their advice turned to them for understanding knowledge and wisdom and place them in position above their counterparts the magicians astrologers and sorcerers so that's who, who the kings usually turn to for information they're magicians astrologers and sorcerers but king nebuchadnezzar turned to uh these four well actually these three kids he was surrounded by four yeah and so that included daniel too who was a child at that time Hallelujah. It takes you back a little bit to the battle of Moses and the magicians of the Pharaoh, kind of, doesn't it? So you kind of understand what happens there. If there's a competition with something and, and uh, God's team wins, then the other team gets jealous. Hallelujah. Daniel 1.18 tells us that among them all was found none like Daniel. Hananiah, Mishael, and Azariah. Therefore stood they before the king. But knowing that they were uh, all from Jerusalem, we know that they were Yah's men. They weren't King Nebuchadnezzar's men. They were still Yah's men. But nothing, but knowing uh, men of Elohim who, who lived to honor their Elohim and demonstrated it even in the food that they put into their bodies. That's how committed and convicted they were to the Father. Hallelujah. For we know that our bodies are the temple of Yahuwah. And they found, to they fought to keep their place with their Elohim by continuing in the commands, the modems, and the customs that Yah himself had placed before them. We see this in Daniel chapter 1, when Daniel, on behalf of them all, refused the food that was sacrificed for the king to idols. Hallelujah. It was not their custom to eat such foods, so they could not allow that food to go into their temples. So to assist the steward of the chief eunuch, who negotiated on their behalf, they gave an alternative to this food to him to stay healthy by eating pulse and drinking water instead of uh, what was provided from the king's table. 
Uh, and we know uh, from research, because I do my own research and I encourage you to do the same, pulse as defined in my research is an edible seed that grows in a pod. Uh, to make it plainly, it's beans, peas, and lentils, baked beans, red, green, yellow, and brown lentils. So we know they got their carbs and their protein. And Yah himself gave them that option to place before the steward as an alternative. You know what? God will always give you insight, clarity, and vision. Hallelujah. If you ask him, he said, if you knock, he'll open the door. If you seek him, you'll find him. Ask. Ask. That's all you have to do. They look good and they weren't worse for they were not worse for the wear, as they say. So the 10-day test proved sufficient. And they were able to not to subject themselves to eat food that was presented to idols or to go on a hunger strike. Even verse 15 through 16 confirms that. And see, the, the one thing that the uh steward was afraid of, if they looked bad, he was gonna get his head cut off. So they decided to give it a test and see, you know, how they compared. And in verse 15, it says, and at the end of 10 days, their countenance appeared fairer and fatter in flesh than all the children which did eat the portion of the king's meat. Thus, Melzar took away the portion of their meat and the wine that they should drink and gave them pulse. Hallelujah. You have to um, uh, click on the email that you received. I didn't get one. Yes, you did. <laughs> you got one today. <laughs> it's there. Click on the email, and then when, once you click on it, it'll take you to the right one. This is Truth and Life. And I think it's, let me look real quick and see what the Truth and Life number is 114379. Culture? Yes, 114379. Is, it, is the access code that we're looking for? But if you go into the even the last one that you picked up, it'll take you into it. Let me see. Give me one moment. Oh, you gotta open it up for me. Go into your email. Yeah. Go into your email. Come out to talk to you and go into your email. All right. And, and pull it up through there. Pull it up through there. Okay. I always send my husband an invitation. He just got back in. So um, I encourage him to listen to this one tonight because God has done a work on this word tonight. Hallelujah. Now, let me try to get back to the place that I was. And because of their conviction not to go against the word of Yah, they were more convicted regarding the word of Yah than they were about the king's edict or what the king wanted them to eat. Okay? So, and because of their conviction not to go against the word of Yah regarding what they put into their temple, even as children, we saw the wisdom of Yah Elohim working wonders in and through them, even at a young age. The word says that they elected not to defile their temples with food that had been offered up to idols. Hallelujah. Yet even in their closeness with the king, they found themselves in a catch-22 when it came to their relationship with their Elohim. For it seems that in Daniel chapter 3, these three faced with a challenge of worshiping an idol. We see Daniel chapter three, verses one through six, Nebuchadnezzar, the king made an image of gold, whose height was three score cubits and the breadth thereof six cubits. He set it up in the plain of Dura in the province of Babylon. Then Nebuchadnezzar, the king, sent to gather together the princes, the governors, and the captains, the judges, the treasurers, the counselors, the sheriffs, and all the rulers of the provinces to come to the dedication of the image which Nebuchadnezzar the king had set up. 
Then the princes, the governors and captains, the judges, the treasurers, the counselors, the sheriffs, and all the rulers of the provinces were gathered together into the unto the dedication of the image that Nebuchadnezzar the king had set up. And they stood before the image that Nebuchadnezzar had set up. Then an herald cried out, to you it is commanded of people, nations, and languages that at what time we you hear the sound of the cornet, flute, harp, sackbut, psaltery, dulcimer, and all kinds of music, we you shall fall down and worship the golden image that Nebuchadnezzar the king hath set up. And whosoever falleth not down and worshipeth shall the same be cast into the midst of a burning fiery furnace. But we know the story of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. I'm going to take a brief break, and I'm going to come right back to that. I'm going to let you listen to some music while I do that. Um, I'm just going to pick it up. I want my husband to be on this call, so we might just have to bring him in. <laughs> Glory to God. Thank you very much for your patience. I got my husband in, so he'll be able to. Oh, then I have to find my place again. So we see Nebuchadnezzar. We see Nebuchadnezzar um, standing and breaking news with his backup man. Hallelujah. The treasurers, the counselors, the sheriffs, all the rulers of the prince, provinces, governors, captains, judges, princes, all backing him up. Hallelujah. Regarding this new edict. If you hear the music, you're supposed to bow down and worship the image. Hallelujah. Glory to God. These men of conviction dedicated to the covenant that they had with their father, Elohim, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. We know that story. They found themselves in that fiery furnace because they defied the mandate, the edict. A fiery furnace in which not only three men were seen unbound. Verse 25 of chapter 3 says, loosed, <laughs> and with a fourth man. But even after the fire was made seven times hotter, as we see in verses 19 through 21, they were not burned, and they didn't even have the smell of smoke on them. Hallelujah. And to seal the deal, because the fire was made exceedingly hotter, the men who had thrown them in the furnace were burned and consumed of the fire. Hallelujah. Sometimes you have to be willing 
willing to die for your convictions. Go finish reading chapter three for yourself. Hallelujah. Daniel three and four sounds so similar to a scripture that I quoted from the New Testament in part one of this series. Revelation chapter 13 verses 12 through 17 says, and he exercises all the power of the first beast before him and causes the earth and them which dwell therein to worship the first beast whose deadly wound was healed. And he doeth great wonders so that he maketh fire come down from heaven on the earth in the sight of men. And he deceiveth them that dwell on the earth by the means of those miracles which he had power to do in the sight of the beast saying to them that dwell on the earth that they should make an image to the beast which had the wound by a sword and did live and he was wounded but he did die he lived and he had power to give life unto the image of the beast that the image of the beast should both speak and cause them as many as would not worship the image of the beast should be killed are you hearing me and he calls all both, because that's the same thing Nebuchadnezzar did. He said, if you don't worship the beast, when when um, you hear the music or the harp or the psaltery or whatever's going on, then you are going to be killed. Listen very carefully, because Revelation 13, 12 through 17 is talking about the future. Daniel chapter 3 is talking about the past. But in Daniel chapter, I mean, Revelation chapter 13, verse 12, it says, he exercises all the power of the first beast. It was the first beast. 16 says, and he causes all both small and great, rich and poor, free and bond all over this world to receive a mark in their right hand or on in their foreheads and that no man might buy or sell save he had the mark or the name of the beast or the number of his name how many times do i have to read this to you so you know that you're living in that time right now this would be considered a dilemma for some especially today what the what Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego went through was no dilemma for them. They said, if I die, I die. But I'm not worshiping the beast. I'm not getting the mark. For those who don't want to look at things from the spiritual perspective, that want a normal versus end time, you see, that's what you want. You want everything to go back to normal. And that's over. I'm telling you now, normal is gone. So right now, you got to recon reconcile within yourself that you're living in the end time hour. And these scripture apply to you today. He causes all, 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 both small and great causes. Causes doesn't mean that you didn't make a, it, it, it causes means that you made a choice. You justified and compromised. You say, it's okay if I do it this way because, hallelujah, I lose my job. That's, a, that's my source. That's my financial source. That's a source of my food. God is your source, and he's telling you what to do right now. Hallelujah. He's been telling you what to do for the past few years. He's been telling you how to do it, but you've been ignoring it because you think your job is your source. Hallelujah. But I'm here to tell you, you're living in the end time hour, and he causes all, both small and great, rich and poor, to make a decision, to make a choice, free and bond, to receive a mark in their right hand. If you don't, you, go, you will be killed. The image of the beast. He had power to give life unto the image of the beast, that the image of the beast should both speak and cause that as many as would not worship the enemy, uh, image of the beast should be killed. That's the same thing that happened to Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. They were sentenced to death, but they didn't die.
Because there was a fourth man in the furnace. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It wasn't a dilemma for them. They didn't have to contemplate. Oh, what do I do? I really need to live. I really like breathing. Hallelujah. But I, ooh, I don't know what to do about this. I know I got a relationship with the Elohim, but hey, uh, they, they, they got more power over me than, than Elohim. Hallelujah. Because Elohim ain't going to make you do nothing. He said, choose you this day. He ain't going to make you do nothing. He ain't going to cause you to do nothing. It's your conviction and your covenant, your conviction to your covenant that causes you to do anything, to make right choices. Oh, Lord, I've been talking about the same thing ever since I started talking, and I don't mean today. I started talking on this ministry in 2011, 2011, and I've been talking about the same thing for 10 years. Don't tell me God has not been preparing you for this end time. I'm an end time apostle. I'm an end time prophet. Hallelujah. I know who I am. I know why I'm here because I saw it when I was five years old. He showed me the end time when I was five years old. I know who I am. I don't care if you know who I am at all. But I know I'm delivering a word to you that says that you are living in the end time and your decisions have to be made accordingly. It's about to get real out there. Y'all think God is playing. Hallelujah. His word does not fall to the ground. Everything that he said is going to happen. We talked about it on the last time in Matthew chapter 24 when Jesus said, when it starts looking like this, when it started looking like the days of Noah and of Lot, when you see one on the housetop and you see something coming, you don't even have time to go in and get your, your things. What in the world is happening over this country right now, throughout this world? China, Egypt, different places flooded over. You don't have time to go get in your car. I was listening to someone yesterday talking about this flood in, in Tennessee. How 17 inches came, I think, within an hour. 17 inches of rain. How does that happen? When does it happen like that? But you want things to go back to normal, and Jesus already told you. When you see these things start happening, know that the, I, I, I'm, I'm, look up. Look up. Stop looking at your cell phone. Stop looking at your iPad. Stop looking at all these things. Stop listening to the media because they're lying to you. Do your own research. If you don't believe me, turn to those pages yourself. See what you, what the Lord say it said to you. See what Raul Hakadash is speaking when you're reading. Because this is what I get when I'm reading. Hallelujah. Because he prepared me from five years old for this day. Hallelujah. And I'm going to speak what he's spoken to me to speak. The Bible tells us that the ones who take that mark will also be identified by a sore. Did you know it? It's coming. So from that mark will come a physical evidence. Physical. Something that you can see with your eyes. Negative effect as a result of taking the mark, not when you first get it, but it will reveal itself on a later date. Everybody rushing to do the same thing somebody else is doing. Do your own research. Find out what you're putting in your body. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego and Daniel would not put meat, food, wine, meat that was placed before idols. They wouldn't eat it. God gave them through Holy Spirit, Rahul Kakadash, gave them insight to negotiate and say, if we don't do it this way, can we do it? Let us show you, let us prove to you that you, you, you won't be made to look like uh, the bad guy if we don't eat what the king has presented before us. Let us eat pulse. Let us eat beans and water. 
we'll sacrifice, but we won't eat the, the meat that was presented to idols or drink the wine that was presented to idols, offered up to idols. They stood in their conviction and God gave them a way out. When they found themselves in the fiery furnace, not only did he give them a way out, he protected them. Hallelujah. No matter what happens, if you die, you die. But no matter what happens, oh Lord, don't let me get ahead of myself. Oh, glory to God. I'm still talking about the church today. Hallelujah. You'll be identified by a sore. You're going to have a sore outward appearance on you that you receive that mark. It's going to it's going to end up somewhere. Hallelujah. Because you're still trusting man and you're not trusting Yahuwah Elohim. Revelation 16 dash uh, 16 verse 2 says, and the the first went and poured out his vow upon the earth. And there fell a noisome and grievous sore upon the men which had the mark of the beast and upon them which worshipped his image. I'm still talking about the church. Are you all mouth without backup as it was demonstrated by the denial of Peter and the other disciples outside that garden who did deny Yeshua openly? Be like David, who repented of his sins of murder and adultery, even after losing his son. Hallelujah. Who found again that place in Yah's own heart. David was a man after Yah's own heart. Joshua, David, Shadrach, Meshach, Abednego proved themselves men after Yahuwah's own heart. If they were living today, they would have the seal of Elohim on them. They fought against those who defied the will and plans of Yah. They stood against those who defied the word of the Lord. Yah fought for them. Hallelujah. Glory to God. And he backed up his word. You better believe if we end up in the fiery furnace, there will be no smell of smoke on us and there will be a fourth man in the furnace. Learn how to stand your ground. Be a man or woman of conviction. Do you want covenant with the Lord? He don't want wishy-washy. What did he tell you about lukewarm? He'll spit you out of his mouth. He'll stand at the door and tell you he never knew you. Like he did those five foolish virgins. Daniel, we know, was a man like David after Yah's own heart. King Darius about to, to get uh, set governor Daniel. He's a governor at this time over the whole realm. He was going to put Daniel over everything. But because of a plot set against him because of jealousy and envy by those looking for him in fault. See, they, you couldn't find any fault in him. They said, we see in Daniel chapter six, this plot set in motion against a man with conviction to his dedication and his covenant with his Elohim, who refused not to pray, was sent to the lion's den on the basis of the law of his Elohim. Daniel six, uh, uh, chapter six, verses three through seven reads, then this Daniel was preferred above the presidents and the princes uh, because an excellent spirit was in him. Hallelujah. And the king thought to set him over the whole realm. Then the presidents and princes sought to find occasion against Daniel concerning the kingdom, but they could not find they could find none occasion or fault. For as much as he was faithful, neither was there any error or fault found in him. Oh, Lord God, that's a man after God's own heart. Then said these men, we shall not find any occasion against Daniel, except we find it against him concerning the law of his God. See, they knew uh, Daniel. They knew he was had conviction. He stood his ground regarding his Elohim. Then these presidents and princes assembled together to the king and said unto him, King Darius, live forever. 
Oh, they all up in his face sucking up. All the presidents of the kingdom, the governors and the princes, the counselors and the captains have consulted together to establish a royal statute and to make a firm decree that whosoever shall ask a petition of any god or man for 30 days, save of the king, he shall be cast into the dens of lions. So D Daniel wasn't, couldn't, wasn't, wasn't supposed to go to his God and ask for anything. If he wanted something, he had to ask King Darius. Hey, it's coming to that too. Six through nine says, then these presidents and princes assembled together to the king and said unto him, King Darius live forever. All the presidents of the kingdom, the governors and the princes, the counselors and the captains have consulted together to establish a royal statute and to make a firm decree that whosoever shall ask a petition of any god or man for 30 days, save of thee, O king, he shall be cast into the den of lions. See, that's how that happened. That's how he got cast into the den of lions. Now, old king established a decree and signed the writing that it might not be changed according to the law of the Medes and Persians, which alters not. Wherefore, King Darius signed the writing and the decree. They used the king in their plot against Daniel. 13 through 16 said, then answered they and said before the king that Daniel, which is, is of the children of the captivity of Judah, regardeth not thee, O king, nor the decree that thou hast signed, but maketh his petition three times a day. He goes and he prays three times a day. And you know, if you read for yourself, you find he opened the window to make sure he was seen praying. Because he didn't do it behind, he didn't sneak and do it. He didn't do it behind, he didn't do it in secret. He didn't do it behind closed doors. He did it so that others could see. He would not be uh, uh, boxed in to pray and ask anybody else for anything other than his LOM. So when the king heard these words, he was was sore displeased with himself. He saw that he had been tricked. So he set his heart on Daniel to deliver him and he labored till the going down of the sun to deliver him. This bothered the king that he had been used and duped like he was by his own people. Then these men assembled unto the king and said unto the king, know, O king, that the law of the Medes and the Persians, that no decree or statute which the king established may be changed. Then the king commanded and they brought Daniel and cast him into the den of lions. Now the king spake and said unto Daniel, thy God, whom thou servest, continue, he will deliver thee. Hallelujah. Oh, glory to Yah. Even the, 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 the king knew that Yah, hallelujah, was God of all. So you know that story. But was Daniel who got through the night surrounded by lions who had no taste for the likes of him? They didn't want, they didn't want Daniel. They weren't ready to eat Daniel because angels stood with him. Hallelujah. However, we see once again, those who threw him in that den, hallelujah, they were the ones that got ate up. They were the lion's tasty meal for that day. Hallelujah. It's time you decided which side you're on and stand on your conviction, no matter which side you choose. Stand on your conviction because as you have seen today, our LOM is an LOM of his word. He backs it up and he's sending the bridegroom to take back what belongs to him. And that second coming to tear down systems as we have learned in the book of Malachi and his angels will ensure his every word is performed. Not one jot, not one tittle of Yah's word will fall to the ground. He said in Deuteronomy chapter 30, hallelujah, I have set before you this day, starting with verse 15, good and death and verse 15 I have set before thee this day life and good and death and evil and that I command thee this day to love the Lord thy God to walk in his ways and to keep his commandments and his statutes and his judgments that thou mayest live and multiply 
And the Lord thy God shall bless thee in the land whither thou goest to possess it. But if thine heart turn away, so that thou wilt not hear, but shall be drawn away and worship other gods and serve them, I denounce unto you this day that you shall surely perish and that you shall not prolong your days upon this land, whether thou passest over Jordan to go to possess it. I call heaven and earth to record this day against you. This word is going over and over and over. It has been recorded, not in written papers, hallelujah, just like a tape recorder. Oh, Lord God, every time that sound is made, oh, Lord God, the heavens and the earth respond, hallelujah. When you sin, the heaven and earth respond to your sin. When you do good, heaven and earth respond to your goodness, hallelujah. I have set before you life and death, blessing and cursing. Therefore, choose life that both thou and thy seed may live, hallelujah. There's eternal life. Hallelujah, that we're all hoping for. That thou mayest love the Lord thy God, and thou mayest obey his voice, and thou mayest cleave unto him, for he is thy life. Daniel was holding on to his life. He said, you're not going to take prayer from me. You're not going to take away my, my covenant with my father. Hallelujah. If I need something, I go to my father. Hallelujah. I go to the creator. Hallelujah. Oh Lord, that thou mayest love thy God, Lord, love the Lord thy God, and thou mayest obey his voice, and thou mayest cleave unto him, for he is thy life and the length of thy days, that thou mayest dwell in the land which the Lord swear unto thy fathers, to Abraham, to Isaac, and to Jacob, to give them. Hallelujah. Acts 13:24. And when he had removed Saul, he raised up for them David as king, to whom also he gave testimony and said, I have found David, the son of Jesse, a man after my own heart, who will do all my will. Psalms 89, 20 through 26 says, I have found my servant David. With my holy oil, I have anointed him, with whom my hand shall be established. Also, my arm shall strengthen him. The enemy shall now shall not outwit him, nor the son of weakness afflict him. You got so many promises of God. I will beat down his foes before his face and plague those who hate him. Oh, you, some folks got it coming to him. Because God has already promised to beat them down and to plague them. Hallelujah. But my faithfulness and my mercy shall be with him. And in my name, his horn shall be exalted. Also, I will set his hand over the sea and his right hand over the rivers. Hallelujah. He shall cry to me. You are my father, my God, the rock of my salvation. Hallelujah. Oh, hold on to the promises of God. You got to choose a side. Hallelujah. Because that day is coming where he will call all young and old, rich and poor. Hallelujah. To take the mark. Are you, for the sake of your job, not going, going to take a mark? Hallelujah. Are you? Hallelujah. Glory to God. I hope and pray that you have received the word that has been meant for you today. Oh, glory to God. Let us pray. Hallelujah. Oh, glory to God. Hallelujah. Glory. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to Yah. Hallelujah. Oh, Father, I thank you, Lord God, that I can turn to you at any time, Lord God, and know that you are there, Lord God, on my side. I thank you, Lord God, for the promises, Lord God, that you've already made, Lord God, that what regarding me, dear Heavenly Father, and those, dear Heavenly Father, who are on your side, Lord God.
all the promises to never leave us, Lord God, to be that fourth man in the furnace, Lord God. Hallelujah. To be that angel, Lord God, that protects us from the lions. Hallelujah, Lord God. I thank you, Lord, oh, as we make decisions, Lord, choices in this end time hour, Lord God, that you will direct our steps, Lord God, that you will send Holy Spirit, Lord God, Lord God, or to lead God and direct the path, Lord God. I thank you, Lord. You'll never leave us and forsake us, Lord God. Your word says so, Lord God. I thank you, Lord, that, that, that as I stand on the other side of that door, as we stand on the other side of the door, waiting for the knock of the bridegroom, Lord God, that you, you Lord God, hallelujah, have ready and prepared us, Lord God. Oh, Lord God, ready and prepare us, Lord God, hallelujah, in this end time hour, Lord. Hallelujah. Help us, Lord God, to know, Lord God, hallelujah, that you've got our backs, Lord God. Oh, Lord God, you've got us, Lord God. I thank you, Lord God, for the return of your son, Lord God. No longer the bridegroom, but the groom, hallelujah, that's coming, Lord God. Oh, Lord God. Oh, Lord God, that we'll meet up in the sky, Lord God. Turn armored, hallelujah, and return to fight with him, Lord God. Oh, Lord God, give us clarity, Lord God, insight, wisdom, Lord God, regarding this end time hour, Lord God. Help us to make right choices, Lord God. Help us, Lord God, as we repent before you, Lord God, for whatever we have done, Lord God. Oh, Lord God, help us, Lord God. Oh, Lord God, to make the right choices, Lord God, that we live in eternity with you, Lord God. Oh, Lord God, I know you hear me when I pray, and my prayers do not fall to the ground, Lord God. I know, Lord God, you send me, Lord God, in this end time hour to speak this word, rhema revelation, Lord God. Oh, Lord God, let it pierce, dear Heavenly Father, hearts today, Lord God. Oh, breaking, shaking, shady ground, Lord God. Oh, Lord God, shake the people today, Lord God. Shake them, dear Heavenly Father. Oh, Lord God, with your shaking in this end time hour, Lord God. Oh, Lord, wake your people up, Lord God. Oh, Lord God, that they can see, Lord God, and they can hear, Lord God, and they can understand, Lord God, that as we living in this end time hour, Lord God, there's no turning back, Lord God. We got to make the right choice, Lord God. Oh, Lord God, let our hearts, dear Heavenly Father, be able to handle the things that are to come, Lord God. All that book of Revelation and that book of Daniel, Lord God, hallelujah, tell us, Lord God, we've got a lot coming, dear Heavenly Father. There's a lot coming, Lord God. Help us, Lord God. Help us to see, hallelujah, Lord God. Oh, Lord God, that you are the right choice. That no matter who stands in front of that that, that pulpit, uh, a podium, Lord God, with breaking news, Lord God, no matter who they got backing them up, Lord God, I want to be on the side, Lord God, with the white horse, hallelujah. Oh, with the king of kings and the Lord of lords, hallelujah. With the king of glory, Lord God. Oh, yes, Lord God, I want to be on the side of the King of glory. Help us, dear Heavenly Father, to repent, Lord God. Taste you, hallelujah, repent and return to you, Lord God, in this end time hour. As we, dear Heavenly Father, begin to transition into this 5782, dear Heavenly Father, uh, fall feast, Lord God, teach us your ways, Lord God, hallelujah. Teach us your ways. Hallelujah. Oh, Lord God, let us be pleasing in your sight. Hallelujah. Oh, Lord God, give us, dear Heavenly Father. Write your name on our hearts. Hallelujah, Lord God. Oh, Lord God, give us what we need, dear Heavenly Father. Oh, Lord God. Hallelujah to make right choices. Oh, I thank you for this word today, dear Heavenly Father. Oh, Lord God, I seal this word, dear Heavenly Father, with the blood of Yahushua Jesus right now. Hallelujah. That this word cannot be taken away, dear Heavenly Father, for those, dear Heavenly Father, who came attentively to hear, dear Heavenly Father, your word, dear Heavenly Father, to them today. Oh, Lord God, thank you for your word of conviction. Oh, Lord God, thank you for your word of repentance. Oh, Lord God, thank you for your word of salvation. Oh, thank you for your word of deliverance, dear Heavenly Father, that has been expressed today, Lord God. Hallelujah. I thank you, Father God. I thank you, Lord. I thank you, Father. Thank you. Bless everyone, dear Heavenly Father, at the sound of my voice right now, Lord God. Everyone that has heard this word tonight, Lord God, everyone that is hearing the word right now on this podcast, this recording, Lord God, oh, bless them indeed, dear Heavenly Father. Oh, Lord God, give them the revelation that they need, dear Heavenly Father, to make right choices today. Oh, Lord God, right choices. 
right choices oh lord god i choose you hallelujah i choose you even over life lord god oh lord god that i may be in that army that returns back to heavenly father oh lord god as you retake revenge lord god for your people oh i thank you lord god hallelujah i thank you lord oh hallelujah i thank you lord oh gracious father hallelujah glory 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 hallelujah glory thank you lord for this word tonight lord thank you lord for this word oh glory to god hallelujah in yahushua jesus name i pray Amen, 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 hallelujah. Oh, Lord God, I told you he had a word for us today. I told you he had a word for us, hallelujah. Oh, Lord God, what a word, what a word. I pray right now that this word enters your heart and goes deep like a seed the seed that you need right now to make right choices. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to Yah. You lifted up the everlasting doors and the King of Glory I thank you for sharing this message with me tonight as we have concluded our series, A Heart of Conviction. If you did not have an opportunity to, I encourage you to go back and listen to that first one hallelujah bring it as these two come a couple together then you get the full intent and an encouragement to receive the father to come in covenant with him to receive that seal of covenant on your forehead i hope you will return to our truth and life bible study each Tuesday at 5 p.m. on the same number that you called in on tonight with the access code 114379. I thank you for my pace, your patience during this Bible study because that's what it's been. Hallelujah. It's been a Bible study. Go back. Research the scriptures that I I touched on tonight and ask Holy Spirit, Raul Kakadot to lead and guide you in every way. I'll be coming back next, uh, sometime next month on, with our live prayer calls, which I used to go in on Wednesdays at noon, and I hope it'll be the same. Don't forget to look for our live prayer call, 89323. And don't forget to look forward to my new book coming soon related to the feast of Yahuwah Elohim. Teshuvah, return to me. And I don't even have it down here right now. God bless you. Thank you for coming. Grace and peace. This is Apostle Ramon. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.